0: Yo, 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 what is up? Welcome to Riffs on Tap, episode number 70. Uh, I am your host, Alejandro, joined as always by... Riley. Yo, yo, what's up, Riley?
1: Um, Nothing much. I'm doing good. It's been a while.
0: It has. Yeah. It is, it's been a minute. Uh, We did a little swip-swap. Riley is here. Noah could not be here, unfortunately. So if things sound a little bit differently, it's because I am also on the ones and twos. um, And I do not have as fine-tuned of the ears as Noah does, but we'll be back soon Riley welcome back happy Thank to have you back it's nice to be back there's a lot of music that's happened
1: a lot yeah uh
0: so there there's so much to go into so we're gonna just try to go into as much of it as we can um the big one ACL um, schedules released yes so we actually get a chance to plan our days finally uh, which is really nice um what what are kind of your your initial thoughts here on this one
1: uh, for me personally, it's a the perfect schedule because I have zero overlaps. Well, there's one, but it's uh, it's the the headliners because Foo Fighters and Shania are on the same night, which kind of sucks. But yes,
0: oh. I think everyone collectively can agree that was just rough having those two yeah. people on the same night.
1: But other than that, I I literally don't have any overlaps. Everyone I want to see, is, there's no one else at that time, so.
0: It would be nice. So my a lot of my conflicts are pretty minor. Um, so I, I agree. I don't have any major things. I have some minor things. Uh, the one off the top of my head without looking at the schedule at the moment was uh, Death Grips and Labyrinth are at the same time. Yeah. Um, two very different uh, acts. Um, I'm not as big of a Labyrinth fan. I like his stuff that I've heard. Uh, my girlfriend really, really enjoys him. And me, Death Scripts, they are just aggressive, um, crazy. Like I just want to see some of that that energy that they bring to a show.
1: I think me and Noah are, are going to see Labyrinth at that time. But.
0: That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um, I think he is going to draw uh, the bigger of the of the crowds oh, between yeah. those two. Um, but uh, have you listened to any Death scripts or have you uh, you a fan of them, or heard of them, heard
1: of them? I don't think I've ever heard of them.
0: Really, so yeah. um, they're like a gr- it's like a it's like rap, it's like they're a rap group, but it's like industrial, like more aggressive, like um, very harsh, like rap uh, metal, kind of ish. It's it's one th- I'll have to play you some or recommend some songs for you to it, just uh, it's different, and um. I wish it was easier as metal and rap, because I would be like, oh, it's like like Kamiyata Plus, like you yeah. like metal and rap. And I'm like a good point. Um pulling up the schedule here. It is
1: weird. I, I thought I didn't think Noah Khan would be on the T Mobile stage. Uh I thought he would have gotten the Honda stage for that time, but uh I guess no one does. Um, uh,
0: I actually um was surprised he was on T Mobile for a different reason. I was surprised he was not on Miller Lite. Um, oh, okay, his position in the lineup, I felt like he would not close. He would not be um, on the main stage because he's a little higher than that. He would close out like a smaller stage. Yeah, Miller Lite typically being like he seems like like uh, Lisa was on there a couple of years ago and she drew that massive crowd. Yeah, people were talking about I you know they were even saying, saying like I can't wait for Noah Kahn and Miller Lite because they thought his crowd would be so massive and it would. They were assuming it would go right next to the Shania Twain. Uh, She'd so yeah. be there at Honda, and so that crowd would bleed together. It'd be massive. It'd be uh, an amazing crowd. Uh, I guess they split it up because they realized just how big Nova Con There's actually more room, I think, on the T-Mobile stage. When I know,
1: uh, was it last year uh, that uh, Billy Strings closed out the T-Mobile stage? She drew a massive crowd... Uh, so, yeah, there's def- definitely a lot of room over there for a big crowd.
0: Yeah, and which it's going to be awesome to, because uh, um, most likely for, uh, uh, this is one of our conflicts here, is uh, right before NovaCon. Um It's a 32nd to Mars, a Chromio, and Alanis Morissette. Yeah. Uh, which I really want to see all three of them. Uh, but I cannot split an hour three ways. I can only split an hour two ways if possible. Uh but if you do go to Alanis More set, it's great because to see three amazing acts back to back to back. Look forward, turn around, turn back around. Yeah, you got
1: Alanis, Noakon and Foo Fighters, so.
0: Yeah, it's just a great little uh thing you no know, you don't have to walk around the, the festival or whatever, you just get to yeah. hang out, just listen to some great music. Um but like I mentioned I, I'm most likely gonna go to Chromeo uh, and in Alanis More set to get ready to get close for Noah Khan. Um but that, that's one of my conflicts. Beyond that, um, nothing too crazy. Like, I'm probably gonna go to Rena Sawayama over Mountain Joy. Um, I know Mountain Joy is a band that I should really like, but I haven't found any a lot of tracks that click with me. Yeah. Um, but uh, I would, uh, if you haven't listened to them, I would I would say check them out because they're pretty good. Uh, I've heard a lot of good things about them. It just I haven't found anything that clicks for me. Um, Jesse Ware will be cool on the first day. Uh, D Spitz early in the morning. Uh, no, idea Saturday. Who that is. What's up? I have no idea who that is. Uh, that's one of your homeworks. Was it one of my homeworks or one of your homeworks?
1: Uh, not mine. I don't think.
0: Oh, I think it must've been one of mine yeah. then or Noah's, uh, homework. Um, we gotta go check them out cause we gotta complete the circle all the way through. Uh, hopping back over to Friday. Uh, what do you think about Friday?
1: Um, I don't mind Friday's lineup uh, LA, I love Asleep at the Wheel a very good band uh, and then after that don't have much until Half Alive uh, then you got Portugal the Man after that they. I mean it, it's spread out pretty well originally I didn't like the Friday lineup because of and I thought it was kind of weak I think we all did but I think the more I look at it the more I like the lineup for that day
0: I agree with you that the lineup is not the strongest, but uh, what does it justice? You're right. It's the schedule in that for me personally, I feel like there's very few conflicts and bands just link together really well. Yeah. Um, Half alive. Gonna go see them at T-Mobile for sure? I love them. They're great. Gonna have to begin to bounce to make the run over to Portugal. The man, I want to get there early for them. Uh, Just loving their vibe, loving their music right now. Just been fucking lit, man. They've been really, really good. Sad to miss Blondish and Lil' Yachty, but Yeah. Portugal. Ah, they're so good. From there, that next hour, great time to go get food, right around dinner time or so. Before all the big bands start. Uh, do you want to see a little bit of David though? at Barton Springs. They have food over there, which is nice, you can go eat over yeah. there and go listen to a little bit of music. Uh,
1: so are you are you seeing Maggie Rogers or Caliucci's?
0: Great question. Uh I'm gonna go to Caliucci's. Okay. Uh, how about yourself?
1: Um, I don't know. Me and Noah are split on that. We don't know who we're gonna see, but I do know after that, I'm gonna go see the Revivalists.
0: Dude, I, I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty split on all three of these. I yeah. like all of them about equally. Um, but you guys are going to Revivalists,
1: most likely, yeah.
0: Um, I like Mars Volta. I like the heavy rock. Um, I really appreciate it. It'd be a good change of pace from Caliucci's and would be a stark contrast to Kendrick Lamar, who we will finish our night with. Yeah. Um, I, will, it, I will
1: go see some of the Lumineers set. Uh, just I love the Lumineers, never seen them before. Uh, I'm hoping, because uh, them and Noah Khan have a song together uh, that they release. It's a cover of If We Were Vampires by Jason Isbell. I'm hoping that either during their set, Noah Khan comes up and plays it, or during Noah's set, they their lead singer comes out and does that with him.
0: Dude, that would be so exciting, man. Um but yeah, I, I totally understand. Yeah, going to see the Lumineers. Um I've seen them once before and I really liked them. They were good. Yeah. Um but uh, I know my girlfriend wants to see Kendrick and I haven't seen Kendrick in some time and he's uh he's on he's on a roll right now. Um and I really appreciate where he's at and uh, the music he's been putting out lately. Um I'm so like I said Mars Volta Revivalist the easy the the lazy answer is is go me and my girlfriend both like e d m fuck it let's just go to above and beyond and we're right there next door for Kendrick already yeah, um we can just listen from afar, we don't have to be in the crowd or whatever um and I hear they put on an amazing show they have like a they put in a movie that was in theaters and such interesting um, yeah uh so apparently they put in a very good uh show um and it's e d m and we like e d m so I think we may enjoy it. Um, Saturday, we kind of went over already. Um, Anything else on Saturday you wanted to talk about or anything that stood out to you, interested in?
1: Um, No, I don't think so. I'm just glad. Mount Joy, there's no uh, overlaps for me. Um, Even before that, Declan McKenna, maybe. Uh, Yeah, there's not not much... uh, not much I really want to see Saturday before Noah Con, but the ones I will probably go see, there's no overlaps or anything. It's nice. Um,
0: if I could suggest someone to uh, go check out, um, in that 5 o'clock hour, there's quite an array of artists in there. Poolside Shade, Coilera Ray, and Tanya Tucker. Uh, I would say... Definitely give Poolside a try. I think he he may not be everyone's vibe, but I think the music's pretty dope. Yeah. Um from what I've heard, and I think he could be uh, my surprise pick for this year. Um, which I will have a surprise pick before the festival of like, or a pick of who I think going to be the artist to blow up out of this festival. Yeah. Um, but Poolside, go check him out. Um, Sunday, 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 Sunday. Sunday there's a couple very good country
1: artists that I'm excited for. Uh Randall King being one at 1:30 at Barton Springs and then same stage uh, Morgan Wade. Uh both very good artists. Morgan Wade is uh, becoming the my personal queen of country music.
0: Ooh, really? Yeah.
1: She's awesome.
0: That's unfortunate. She is at the same t- time as both Suki Waterhouse and yeah. The Walkmen. Yeah. Uh been hearing good things about the Walkman. They heard they put in a very good show for us. We most likely will, uh, we're for sure going to the, to, to Nile Horan. Yes. Unfortunately, same time as Tash Sultana, uh, who we, uh, Noah had introduced to me and, uh, lover, lover her voice, her voice very similar to like a Jesse Reyes. Yeah. Um, she is so good on guitar, uh, multi-instrumentalist. Um, but now, horn. Uh, gotta go see now. Yeah. Um, maybe he'll bring out Harry and Zane and And this is where they announce their <laughs> One Direction reunion. Yeah. Um <laughs> But now now we'll be we'll be lit. Uh after that, mm, it, it could be dinner time again. I'm not super excited for Glorilla. The breeders could be exciting. Um and Ivan Cornejo um is pretty good. It's uh it's um Mexican uh like the romantic songs. Yeah. Um he's really good, but it's not my, my genre of music.
1: Tanner Ursay's uh good. I like him. He's a, another country artist. Ooh, really? Yeah.
0: Well, I so appreciate you see him. I appreciate more country. Oh yeah. Uh this this has probably been the I don't know, it feels like one of the weaker years for country as compared to the past couple. It felt like we were getting a lot more country acts and folk acts. And it kind of went down this year. Yeah,
1: there's not much, especially early on in the day. There's not much country, which I'm a little, little disappointed in. But you know, it's whatever.
0: After that, we've got the yeah 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 side piece and hosier. Um, how are you feeling on that one?
1: Uh, I'm going hosier all the way.
0: That's understandable. Yeah. I have to ask so I yeah. Um, probably may split our time between yeah, yeah yeahs and side piece. Um, with the intent, Oh man those are Those stages are not even close to each other Yeah Hmm They're not close to each other Also where we're going afterwards Death Grips Not close over there either <laughs> Unsure Sunday night is very It's the most unsure of the whole weekend I could go to any of these artists
1: Yeah And they're all great artists That's you know that's the good thing Yeah Like you're not gonna be disappointed in Whoever you see
0: Honestly, I will. I have to say, I, I love all these artists except for one. I uh, it's a it's a hundred percent a no on the cigarettes after sex.
1: I think I, I think I only have like one song by them, maybe. That um,
0: you know me, uh, I I like the happy upbeat stuff. Everything I've heard from them is sad yeah. and depressing and uh, low. And I'm like, I'm sorry. But you
1: can cry with people live. That's fun.
0: That's what that's what they're there for their shows are it's a group therapy session for an hour, and uh they all cry together. I mean
1: that's what I'm gonna be crying at Noah Khan so.
0: oh yeah that's understandable though yeah, that's a real artist in real music for the people um, I'm very excited for Noah Khan um obviously he's probably gonna be your standout for the week, or is there any other artist where you're you just can't wait you have a set you're super excited about
1: um I mean Hozier one of them Randall King, uh, I've always wanted to see. He's one of my favorite country artists. Um, he actually just put out some new stuff Friday, this Friday. Uh, very good. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see him. Very traditional country guy.
0: For me, I think it's got to be Portugal the Man, Portugal the Man's light, like, and uh, maybe Chromio. Yeah, man, um, Portugal the Man, Nahorn. Yeah, it's kind of kind of the two two big ones for me. Um I appreciate uh normally I'm super excited for the headliners but I appreciate I'm, I'm way more excited for the mid-range yeah. the mid-afternoon stuff.
1: I think that's uh that's kind of the mark of a great festival. You know, the good festivals will have great headliners but everyone else is kind of subpar. Uh I think they have some some great sub-headliners this year.
0: Yeah, it's a really really strong lineup and and like I said about trying to pick an artist who I think can stand out or blow up over the next year, six months. Yeah. Um, I think it there's so many, like it's almost hard to miss uh with this lineup. And I think uh this will be one of those lineups we look back in a couple of years and go, Man, remember how good that lineup was? Oh yeah. was Like none of y'all Yeah, were everyone saying. everyone
1: at the time they in five years they'll be like, Why can't we go back to twenty twenty three? Yeah, we, at the time you were saying, Why can't we go back to twenty eighteen? <laughs> you know
0: there were artists on, on that lineup that when it came out, they hadn't put out a huge body of music or yeah. album or this or that. like one of them being David, um, who, um, has released, uh, quite a bit of stuff now. And, uh, I know people are going to really like it. It just, the right crowd needs to find that music. Oh yeah. And I think it'll, it'll, uh, it'll really blow up and really do well. Um uh, but yeah, man, I'm super excited. Um, man. Festival, we're almost there. We're almost October. So about a month away. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I know me and, and my girlfriend, we uh, we have an extra festival in October. We're going to your Freaky Deaky. Oh, nice. Which originally I was very, very mad about. I know I had messaged you and Noah about it when it happened. And everything got resolved in the end. Yeah. Um, But the marketing for this festival is really, really fucking bad. So I originally got an email saying, "Hey, we're gonna. This is the. These are the stages for the festival. Yeah. And um, they put them out there with two stages, and literally I could name one artist between those two stages of artists on the lineup there. And I was like, dude, where's all the artists that were on the poster that like we talked about? And it was just like, this is the stage festival. Come to Freaky Deaky. Buy your tickets. Yeah. Not nothing like here's uh part one of the stages or more to come uh stay tuned none of this like we got more and so and on all their social medias it was just like here are the stages have fun can't wait uh nothing about more stages coming so i was like all right what's the deal here like three days later they finally put out a second email going we got two stages. We got two more stages. Like we just yeah. found the stages all it of a sudden. They were
1: fools. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then what's the worse is that it didn't, it's still missing a ton of artists. It was missing the big names. I was yeah. like, oh no. Like maybe like they, they haven't secured all these artists yet. And like, they were just like hoping they'd get it all figured out by the time the festival occurred. And uh, that's why they're doing it this way. They're just like, all right, these, these artists have all agreed. Yeah. Send it out. Send it out. Yeah. But there was just never any communication of this is, you know, phase one or phase two or more to come or the final stages or whatever. Come to be, we get a third email. There's two more stages. It does complete the lineup. Okay. It's all good. But it was just the communication and the marketing was just so off on the whole thing. It literally soured my day. I was like, because there were artists on there that I passed on seeing them at other locations because I knew I was going to see them here and now that those tickets are no longer available, it's like, oh, well, now I can't see this artist at all. Yeah. It really sucks when you get when you miss out on an artist, especially when they don't tour very much. One of them being Alice in Wonderland. She, she just had her baby.
1: She's great. Love her.
0: Oh, she's fantastic. Um,
1: she's hot. So.
0: She She got a kid and she's going she to get married soon, too. Oh, no shit. Some dude, like some Australian dude or whatever. Like, he's like a filmmaker or something. Fucking Aussies. I know. He looks like uh he's like he's like real big, he's got like a beard and long hair and stuff. He looks real cool. He's like he's like um wouldn't say Walmart version, but like Target version, um who's the guy from Game of Thrones? Uh Khal Drogo. He also plays Aquaman. Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa, Yeah. He looks like Target Jason Momoa.
1: Yeah, I love uh one of the weirdest friendships I think I've ever seen. So uh Tom Segura just went obviously Completed his big tour. He released his new special a few months ago and uh, he just put out some behind the scenes stuff. And one of them, he was going uh, antique car shopping with fucking Jason Momoa. And I was (laughs) like, what what the fuck is this? Like, they were just hanging out because he went to, I don't know if he was in New Zealand or where he was doing his uh, shows, but yeah, he was just hanging out with Jason Momoa for a couple days. Hell yeah. That's That's so so weird.
0: That's so fucking weird, dog. (laughs) Uh, it's funny when you find out certain celebrities are friends, or it's just like, how did y'all meet? Like, how yeah. do y'all know each other? Um, I feel that way about uh, some of the football players on the on the Spurs team. Obviously, you see there's certain the, there's certain players, like, y'all are both on the same national team. Y'all are from the same country. Yeah, Y'all are familiar. You guys have played together for a long time. Yeah, yes, yeah, so y'all are friends or whatever. But there'll be certain players where I'm just like, how do y'all know each other? I was like, I bet y'all, it's just like, y'all bet have, like, the same hobby or something. Like, y'all... Yeah. Uh, have the same type of music that y'all like or something or this or that whatever, but there's some uh, pairings on the team that I'm just like, how'd y'all become friends? Um, One being Harry and and Sonny. I'm just like, I wonder how like that relationship as friends grew and developed because like they went from being fantastic teammates to amazing friends as well. Um, And so it's sad to see that partnership gone, but uh, the other day you joined us. Where did we go do?
1: We did. We we went and watched the the first First time I've watched the Spurs game with you. Uh, and I guess I'm the good luck charm because I won 2-0 against United. So, fuck United.
0: Dude, hell yeah, man. No, it was, uh, thank you for coming out, man. It was really yeah. fun. You got to see the Spurs crowd out there. You know, uh, a lot of the the regulars were out there at the yeah. Dakota. Um, and yeah, it was a great win. Like, uh, brand new coach, brand new manager, Ange Posikoglu, Uh wanted to bring some attacking football to Spurs. And we saw that no Harry oh, yeah. Kane, no problem. Um, it
1: a, a dominated. I feel like time of possession.
0: Yeah, time of possession was great. Uh, United looked frustrated out there. Like yeah. you could tell, like they were they really underestimated Spurs, and they underestimated what we could do defensively. But uh, a couple of key signings in the last week or two shored up that defense. And oh mm-hmm. man, it! it I'm, I'm really excited for this team, and I'm excited to see. Uh, what uh what this season holds in the post Kane era yeah see if he was
1: really holding y'all back you
0: know? dude I'm telling you dog like it feels like Kane goes over to Bayern Munich he plays he subs in in that cup game and they yeah. they were getting destroyed before he came on yeah but still like it makes you just, wonder it's like,
1: the Harry curse you know <laughs>
0: yeah I'm just like wherever he goes like it just like yeah. Um, he did get his first goal and first assist in, in his first Bundesliga game, so good for him on that one. But yeah, well, I'm just curious. Um, also, we've got like Jude Bellingham in Real at Real Madrid. He's killing it down there. Yeah. Like he, he almost had a hat trick today. Let's so see he scored twice in his first game. Like kids, kids electric. Like he's oh, killing yeah. it. Um,
1: Messi, still, have you ever heard of this Messi guy? No, no. Uh, some American player, uh, plays for Miami. There's no American soccer players. And, uh, yeah, he's just dominating in, in the MLS. I mean, <laughs> I think he's got, like, ten goals in seven games. You know, they won a, won a, won a trophy. Uh, yeah, he's fucking killing it.
0: Dude, is he just doing it by himself, or does he have, like, a team around him? Or no, something? there's no
1: team. I mean, it's literally just him, so... <laughs>
0: Dude, no, the Messi storyline's been so good, dog. Like, Messi, I, I just, I can't wait for the documentary. Oh, yeah. Uh, about Messi's career, and we get to this segment, that episode. Uh, I was like, oh, tell us about the MLS days. And, because um, it's going to, literally, he, he brought his best friends over to come to the retirement league. Yeah. To fucking win a couple more trophies. Yeah. Make a whole bunch of money, and live it up in Miami. Oh,
1: yeah. And, oh, and it's, it's great, also. I feel like we're seeing more of the humility part of Messi. Um you know after they won this tr- whatever the league league cup. league cup yeah uh so he's obviously the captain on that team now but when they raised the trophy he gave the armband to the old captain said this is your your trophy to raise oh.
0: dude yeah Deandre Yedlin man um he's such a good player yeah, yeah. he was the previous captain and and DeAndre, he was telling him like no 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 like no I don't want to want it yeah. like, no, no no you're taking the captain armband um yeah I saw that clip online it was so cool oh yeah well, yeah, you're seeing Matthew as a human being and just like the most, because like he, like the whole stuff we talked about in previous weeks, me and Noah talked about, like he's able to just shop and exist and live, yeah, and he's not being mobbed by the billions of people over in Europe. Um, he's just different for him. I'm sure he's really enjoying life down here. Oh yeah, he's always has a smile on his face. Um, Great to see. Yeah, so happy to see he's doing well. But on the flip side. Uh, the other side of the coin is we got Cristiano Ronaldo in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. He also always has a smile on his face, so he must be living life fine up there. So, Well,
1: yeah. I mean, when you're getting paid a billion dollars to play soccer for a couple of years, you know. Oh,
0: man. I mean, it's... The deals that have been going down.
1: The, I, I, I want to know how much money they have spent this summer, the uh, Saudi Arabian League, in getting these high-profile players. Because every deal you see, it's like $700 million, $600 million, $1 billion. It's like, well, how the fuck do they have? Where does this money come from?
0: I think it, like, I hope in the next few days, the next few weeks, we finally do get the full tally. Yeah. These numbers feel like they're coming out of thin air sometimes. Yeah. They're so amazing. It's like, like
1: you turned off budget in a video game. and
0: Yeah. I mean you're signing all the top players. To put it into perspective, in America, we would say a player gets a thirty million dollar contract, a three year deal. Yeah. And it's like, okay, they make about ten million a year. That's how us Americans do our salaries for players and athletes. Over there, it's a whole nother ball game. Thirty million over three years, ten million a year, compare that to Neymar's deal of basically two point five million a week. Yeah. A week. He it is been, insane. In five weeks, he will have made what that player made in America on that $10 million a year deal. Yeah.
1: I, I just don't, I mean, I, I know where the money's coming from, but it's just insane that they have this much of it,
0: you know? It's, it feels like an unlimited supply of money. Yeah. Um, and the oil's still going. No, so, it
1: will always be going. Yeah. yeah. Um, the oil so, and the war crimes will always be there, you know? <laughs>
0: Dude, the we won't get into it, but the whole sports washing going on and everything it it's working <coughs> very much so. Yeah. It is so that's all you can say. That's why Neymar gonna get uh, paid a reported five hundred thousand for every positive social media post about yeah. Saudi Arabia. Reason for a clause like that, yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, but soccer soccer's been exciting. Super excited for the Premier League to be back. Uh, even the lower league games, Wrexham had a 5-5, uh, like 100th minute stunner uh, yeah. this weekend. It was against Swindon Town. It was it was pretty exciting. Yeah, I think they were
1: down 4-1. Uh, yeah, great comeback. Love Wrexham. That's my team. Uh, and then, you know, in America, we got football back. Uh, Hell yeah, baby. It's the second week of the preseason. We have one more week, and then the regular season is here. I think next week, college football starts up. Uh, So, very exciting time to be an American right now.
0: It's just football every way you see it. Yeah. It doesn't matter what language you speak. We got football on the TV. We got
1: football on the TV. Baseball is wrapping up here. Uh, we got one more month and then we're in the postseason. Uh, the Angels will not be in the postseason, but it'll still be a fun
0: postseason to watch. I don't think the Yankees will be in there either. Yeah. So, hey, you know, you win some, you lose some. So. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Rangers look really good right now. They have a chance to break their curse, uh, and actually win a World Series. Mm-hmm. You got like the Dodgers and the Astros, they're not looking great right now. No. So it's really I, anyone's
0: game. No, same when you look at uh the tour championship. We just wrapped up here, the BMW championship. Um, Victor Hovland winning that tournament. Yeah. Um, I believe he's gonna go into that tour championship in third place or so, so he's gonna have like that gonna have like a seven shot yeah. Uh, advantage Something there. Something like that. Yeah. First place. It's weird how they do the Georgia. The first place in points, they get ten under as yeah. their starting score, uh, and they play from there. And then each subsequent person, they have or you know, all the way back to the last place. Jordan Spieth. I mean, it uh, kind of it,
1: it kind of simplifies that last week because pretty much whoever wins that tournament actually wins. Yeah. Tour championship. So. It uh, kind of simplifies it in that way, but it's also weird to see, you know, Thursday mornings, Scotty Scheffler teeing off at 10 under. So.
0: Yeah, it is really shocking to be like, yeah, yeah, exactly. See Scotty Scheffler on second hole being uh, yeah. 11 under. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I guess it's the fairest way to do it. It's, yeah. it's weird to have a season long competition for golf. The point system is weird too. Um yeah, I don't know how to make it a fair... Because golf is a sport where anyone can just have a good week. Oh, yeah. you have a good week on the Tour Championship, that should make you the Tour Champion. Yeah. It's not about, um, you know, overall, like, oh, I was consistently in the top five all year, and then you get to just, you know, suddenly win because you mathematically... You mathed your way to a victory, yeah. essentially. Um, but I don't know if you saw the TikTok. I don't think I sent it to you about handicaps. Are you familiar with how handicaps work for golf?
1: Uh, yeah. All right, what you got? For the most part. I mean. Okay. Just kind of your average score, and uh, say you score, you know, 85 on an average, you know, that's uh, what, a thir- 13 handicap, right? Is that correct. how it works, essentially? You're 13 over par?
0: Close. You have part of it correct, part of it part of it wrong. Okay. So, I also did not know this, because I hadn't had to deal with the handicap in quite some time. A handicap takes your last 20 rounds of golf, takes the eight best scores of those, and okay. gets an average of those. So realistically, your handicap on surface value may seem like, well, eight out of 20, yeah. that's 40% of your rounds, is representative of who you truly are as a golfer. Even wrong, because that's an average of those eight numbers. So to represent your handicap, there's only about four actual rounds Yeah, that are at your at. You know you're you're hitting at that that point that truly represents who you are as a golfer.
1: So you can shoot twelve fucking nineties, but if eight of those are like an eighty, yeah, and you take the average of those. Yeah, you know you got a couple seven seventy rounds in there. Yeah, then that's crazy.
0: I believe it is. It's a rolling average. Yeah, those nineties will eventually roll into the the yeah. Jumble zone. Yeah, uh, but if you intersperse them in there and try to fuck with the average a little, yes. Um, but, um, yeah, no, it's a, it's an interesting system. It's way, way more different. But on that point, at any point, we say it's four rounds out of the 20 a representative of who you truly are. Yeah. Let's say that's your four rounds in a tournament that you are fucking on point. You yeah. are the guy. You are as close to Tiger Woods as a normal human being could get to. Um, you, you should, you should win the tour championship. Yeah. Having the 10 shot advantage, it seems like, even if you're on point the other guy just has to have a so-so weekend a so-so week and he's gonna just win mathematically (laughs) because the course is hard too the course is very easy it's not like you're just gonna be like "Fuck, i'll just check up a 10 under on the first round i'll I'll catch my way up you don't think he's not thinking the same thing too (laughs) Uh,
1: it's a very difficult course beautiful course though eastlake beautiful
0: a fantastic one of those like courses you play in Tiger in uh, 2K or uh, Tiger Woods PGA Tour very good course still I think
1: one of the greatest moments in golf is seeing Tiger walk up 18 Rory had to sprint ahead just to give Tiger his fucking spotlight (laughs) walking up 18 uh, to win the tour championship uh, with I don't know how many thousands of people just rushing behind him Mm -hmm. such a great moment
0: I miss those little days of golf. Golf is is exciting. Yeah. It's been very exciting lately, but there's certain moments like that where like you have a character like that. Oh yeah. A persona. Um, who's as big as tiger.
1: We got, I feel like we have some good personalities now, but yeah, no one will ever live up to that tiger hype. That tiger, is, but even like, you know, 2014 where you have Rory and, and, uh, McElroy kind of in their prime, that kind of era of golf.
0: It was exciting. It was exciting back then because we could get their personality through just watching them play. Yeah, I appreciate nowadays with shows like we've got the Netflix documentary. Oh yeah, um, where we're actually getting to see more of their personality, and more of who they are. Yeah, it does give itself more life, and you feel like you have more of a vested interest in watching the sport. It's a great idea that they did the yeah. whole documentary. That so.
1: show made me a huge fan of it. The Goat Sahithi Gala. Dude, I love, love the that guy. Gala, man. Yeah. He's so
0: good. Um, but uh, yeah, man, I, I can't wait for more shows like that. I know I was at the quarterback one. I saw a little bit of it uh, when, I was, when I was. I at saw Camp.
1: some of the Kirk Cousins stuff and made me love Kirk Cousins even more because he's just like a regular guy. You know, yeah, goes, he to, is. goes to Barnes & Noble and Reed and shit. Yeah. He's Such a
0: boring white guy. Yeah. It's perfect that he's in Minneapolis. Yeah. What a boring. Boring city. Oh man, what a! I don't. I no. I better stop myself. I don't like it. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, exciting documentaries. Um, shows. I'm trying to think if uh, trying to catch plenty of shows right now. You watch anything at the moment?
1: Uh, just started rewatching the league. The Um, league. It's a. It's a fantasy like a fantasy football show.
0: Oh, you be on FX right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. One
1: of my favorite shows of all time. It is so great and. uh, there's one character in it. Uh, his name is Taco in the show, played by an actor called uh, John Lajoie. I think is his name, Canadian dude. <laughs> but he uh, he used to be like a comedic musician. Uh, and I, there's one song that you might have heard. It's called "Show Me Your Genitals." But the beginning, oh, yeah. the beginning of it is, uh, "Women are stupid, and I don't respect them." And it just goes on how he doesn't, he doesn't want to have a conversation. Just show me your tits. You know? Yeah, uh, he's hilarious. Love him. <laughs> but yeah, if you have a chance on Hulu, watch watch the League. Very good show.
0: Yeah, um, the show I'm trying to get started uh, is The Bear right now. I really want to watch The Bear.
1: I heard that's very good.
0: Yeah. Um, movies wise, saw Barbie, saw Oppenheimer. Have you seen either? Or- I'm not. We just need a car. I need
1: to go see it. You're so busy though.
0: Yeah. We're busy, so we're recording on a different day, also as well. The reason why we have no, 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 and we have Riley in, is we've adjusted some things. Yeah. Um, but yes, you're very busy. You're a very busy man. So, uh, yeah, we'll need to find some time to go see Oppenheimer. It's good. Oh, yeah. Florence Pugh very hot in that movie. That's that's the first thing I tell everyone. She's always hot. Yeah. She is. She is. Yeah. But the movie itself is, is is pretty exciting. I think Robert Downey Jr.'s... is uh, the the most exciting like he he's a very exciting character. So
1: I've heard I've heard there's a real possibility that um the Oscar for best supporting actor comes down to Robert Downey Jr. and Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. Uh and there's also a very real possibility that uh the best original song comes down to Peaches from the Super Mario movie. And what is it? Uh, what's the song that Ryan Gosling sings? Whatever the
0: fucking song oh, is. Uh, I don't even know the name of the song. Yeah,
1: um, but that's a very real possibility. Those two are kind of the favorites for best original song.
0: Yep, that is correct. And it should go to Peaches. You know, Jack Black deserves deserves it. I was so happy when I flew back home from uh, Minneapolis on the plane. Guess what fucking movie just got added? It wasn't on my way there. It was It was on my way back, though. Yeah. It was a motherfucking Super Mario Brothers movie. I still have not seen it. <gasps> uh, what? Go fly Delta. I it's just, on the movie. Yeah, it's on I've, there
1: right now. That's the it's the rival. I can't do that. I can't oh, do that. make a point, make yeah. a point. <laughs> um No, it's uh I, I've just heard that song it's a great song. I love Jack Black.
0: It's a good it's a it's a pretty funny movie. Like I, I still was laughing the second time around watching it. Yeah. Brandon, I was so exhausted, I was thirty minutes in and I fell asleep. Didn't even get to the Peaches song, sadly. Yeah. Um, but um it's a very funny movie. I enjoyed it uh very much so the first time and then the second time when I was watching it was Oh yeah. Um the next one I wanna see is Blue Beetle though. I heard good things about Blue Beetle. I I
1: saw the trailer and it wasn't it wasn't drawn in.
0: It's okay. I'm a Mexican. It's a Mexican superhero. Yeah, I instantly. That's have probably to go why. See it. That's probably why. But I understand if it's not everyone. cup of yeah. tea. I totally get you. Yeah. Uh, but no. as a Mexican, I feel like I have to support. Yeah, the as movies. a
1: hardcore racist, I can't see it. You know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. You
0: can't see Mexicans succeeding. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. I am that's excited. Is that what's holding us back?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. it's the
0: race. It's always the race.
1: Yeah. And I'm excited. We're getting closer to award season. Oh hell yeah! We'll have. Uh, the Oscars and the Grammys coming up in a few months. Uh, I think the Grammys will be very interesting. Uh, I think there's a lot of great albums that came out that are worthy of best album, but we'll see if uh, kind of the political side of the Grammys come into play, which they always do. But
0: I feel like I'm so behind on being prepped for Grammys. I remember being able to watch Anthony Fantano videos all the time, listening to albums. Yeah. Um, I need to catch the fuck up. Like I've tried to keep up with some of the popular stuff, like the Travis Scott album, the Post Malone album. Post obviously. Malone album,
1: I think, is, in my opinion, it's his best album, his best collection of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it's a no skip album for me, really. And also, so one of the songs, "Something Real," off of it, uh, it is the college football intro song for the year, which a lot of people are very okay. excited about. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's a very good album i think it's a grammy worthy album but i don't know how many other people feel like that
0: well i need i need to go ahead and finish it because i I just barely tipped my toes into it um but uh yeah i'm just trying to keep up more pop music yeah yeah, that's the stuff you're you're gonna tend to see um at the grammys um but uh Marie album i told you that i really like that album a lot it was super good um
1: We'll have, I think Olivia Rodrigo has a new album that will be coming yes. out.
0: That one's coming out soon. Niles' album came out a couple Niles' album was great.
1: Luis uh, Capaldi's was great. Oh, yes. Obviously, Noah Kahn, I don't think he'll get a, a Best Album nomination, but I think, uh, stupidly, uh, a Best New Artist, probably.
0: Yeah, I think Best New art. Yeah, yeah that's a good fit for him.
1: Yeah. It's um, one of those, uh, he's been around for you know six years releasing music, but you know he'll get... You'll probably get that maybe folk album best folk album,
0: yeah, bet um the other I mean, there's an artist i um there's an artist that i've I've known about for a very long time. <laughs> they have one song that's very popular, um uh, if you've ever heard of it, it's a band called Jungle, they have a song called Busy earnin that's like their main popular song, I'm not sure
1: if I've heard it I might have heard it, but uh, possibly in passing
0: yeah, but if I play it for you, you it's one of those you either you have or you have it, and one of yeah. I'll play it for you later. Um, but they put out a new album, and all their album art artwork is very simple. Yeah, their name, color, it's got a border around it. Usually, maybe some subject. Uh, is very plain. Uh, but each one one's a different color, and so every time I see that album artwork coming, I'm like, ah, a new jungle album. Yeah, I'll go ahead and take a listen. Um, most of them never typically catch my ear because they're kind of all over the place. It's the producer. it's the okay. producer duo. But they they pull from so many different genres and so many different uh, inspirations. Yeah, this most recent album really connected to me. It felt like the great mix of R and B meets uh, like down tempo house or like housey vibes, and like it was just such a good like vibe. Like it just moved forward, and it was just like really, really um, digging it. And I'll so, have to check uh, that out, I would definitely recommend that album for sure. Um, good features on there too, being it. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, I need to catch up on on some more music for sure. Carly Ray Jepsen had an album that came out.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's very different than you know, What is it "Call Me Maybe"? What is that the one she did? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Very different from what I've heard. I, I I heard a snippet of one of the songs, and her voice was great and it. And it was just I wasn't expecting that under her, but she's a ple- completely different person than she was in. Was that 2013 when that came out?
0: Uh, yeah, it was about 2013. Yeah. yeah, 2013 was a banger of a year. I think you had sent me a TikTok quite some time ago about the the song turning 10 years old this year. Yeah, uh, it, we did not realize how good we had it back then. Music. There was
1: three. some great shit coming out in that I mean, that like early to mid 2000s. I feel like there was some great great stuff that came out, and even me and Noah were just talking yesterday about it. And like the the R and B from like the mid mid two thousands to like twenty ten, it was so good. It and was We just fantastic. don't have that anymore. Yeah,
0: yeah. No, it it was stuff that it was being played on the radio on repeat type of stuff. Yeah. Um. So you'd hear it all the time, and it was so good. Stuff that you'd have to search out for nowadays. Oh yeah. Um, you just not in the mainstream anymore. Um. But yeah, man. I uh. Growing up, like we we grew up in a really good music era. I, and agree. I know yeah. both of our parents, like, had a good music taste. So they shared a lot of cool stuff with us. Yeah. Um, man, that must be unfortunate when your parents don't have, like, a good music taste. Or they just don't listen to music So there's not music yeah, you, in the house. We have to
1: find everything by ourselves. Yeah, exactly. And it's, like, because, you know, my dad was big into, like, 80s rock, kind of that classic rock. He's a big Boston fan, Eagles, all that. So, like, you have that kind of... You know stepping stone and then you can reach out yourself from there and find stuff similar to that but you have to have that kind of building block
0: yeah you have to have that first like little um starter yeah um but yeah man i i know for me like i know if if i ever have kids like uh music will always be on the household because it's just like we i don't know music is just like fantastic i love it it's great it's
1: a great it brings people together um or We don't have to get into it. There's a song that's dividing a lot of people. Oh, it is uh, dividing a lot of people. Yeah. But for the most part, music brings a lot of people together. You can Mm -hmm. listen to it, enjoy it, have a good
0: time. Uh, Another song that is not as controversial, but does have some controversy to it. Yeah. um, Because it's not nothing bad. Have you heard about the song Planet of Bass? Uh-uh. I literally just listened to it before you got here. I'd heard something on Twitter about this. Uh, bless yeah, you. Thank you. The essential thing on Twitter was um, European artists kind of being mad about this song, yeah. Particularly because this song was making fun of those '90s Euro dance songs, where okay. they'd have lyrics that wouldn't quite make sense. They'd be like, "Yeah, those are English words, and they kind of string together to sense like, yeah." And it's just make it's just exactly poking fun at just that pop, Euro pop nineties like, and the music video is super fucking funny, but apparently some artists have uh, been a little man about that.
1: Yeah, but I mean, it, it, you gotta admit there there was a very weird time in pop music where that was all the rage. That Euro pop, you know, a lot of a lot of Swedish bands and stuff
0: that like ABBA and stuff. Like
1: ABBA, yeah. It's uh, it's weird music. No, I'm not saying it's bad. Yeah. You
0: know, it was like, it was bands that are just like, we have, the songs have to be in English so more people can sing it. Yeah. But we don't know English. So what are we going to do? And it's yeah. just like, I'll just put it to Google Translate or something. Like, yeah. what do we find? I just think the lyrics are so fucking hilarious, but that's another one I'll, I'll have to show you as well. Um, But yeah, no man. Uh, Well, music, yeah. Music's so important. It's clearly what brought us here to this podcast. Oh yeah. Um, and Thank you, Passion for, Pit. Oh yeah, thank you, Passion Pit. Which one? Uh, I'm calling it. They make their return next year. I hope um, so, and uh, we will see them somewhere.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, man, that's kind of kind of the main meat of things I got. Yeah, get anything else on your mind you uh, want to talk about? It? You haven't been on for a little bit.
1: Um, let's see. Uh, I do know. Uh, like I told you earlier on the podcast, next Friday, the 25th, we got. Two huge country albums coming out. Zach Bryan's new album, uh, which I heard is going to be very sad, and it's going to make you cry. Um, and one great thing. So he has a song, uh, going to be a very sad song called El Dorado. He's donating all the proceeds of that to Christian McCaffrey's Military Foundation. Um, oh, yeah, that's dope. Really cool. And then Turnpike Troubadour's make their official return to music Hell yeah their first album since I think 2016 2018 somewhere around there uh so that it' be nice to officially have them back they're obviously already doing shows and everything, but it just kind of reestablishes that
0: now had you gotten a chance to see them um uh, since they started uh doing shows again in this past couple of years yeah i've I've seen them twice. Did they play new music or was it all older stuff? It was all older stuff. Okay.
1: Before they, I saw them before they released any of their new stuff, and I'm sure they didn't want to even tease anything until they knew for sure that they were going to record that 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 song was going to be on the album and everything. Okay. Uh, it would just it would start a frenzy, really. So I got you. Um, but yeah, they're and highly recommend. It's now it's a lot easier to see them because they're not. They're still selling out every show, but not in five seconds like they were. Sure. So if you have a chance to go see Turnpike, definitely go take it. See them. Zach Bryan as well. He puts on a great show.
0: Um, I've got no concerts coming up at the moment, sadly, other than the the, the two festivals. Um, I've got shows I want to get tickets for, but just like eh, money. You know how it is. Um, like R.L. Grime, he's going to be here in, in San Antonio. And normally it'd be a for sure buy. Tickets are 125 for two. Yeah, um, And it's unfortunate because the tickets are, like, $35, 40 bucks, But it's all fees that they just add on at the end. And it's just, like, come on, man. Like, I, I miss being able to go to shows for, like, 25 bucks flat.
1: That's how it should be.
0: And it's just, like... Well, like, it sucks because, like, the majority, of it feels like it's in fees. And I know the artist isn't getting those fees. The, yeah. the venue is. And the ticket company is. So, like... If I could just pay the artist directly, it'd be so much better. But um, that was a topic for a, a much longer podcast, which I don't have enough time for.
1: Yeah, I don't think I have anything to I think there's a couple concerts that I'm thinking about going to in September. Some smaller country shows. But ACL and then I have Zach, Zach Bryan in Flatland Cavalry in October. And then I think Paul Cawthon in November.
0: Oh, hell yeah.
1: Ooh, he's at, Paul Cawthon's going to be at the Paper Tiger. Wait, really? <clears throat> yeah. In December? Uh, November. Oh, November. The 17th.
0: Okay. Yeah. We may, I may have to look into that one.
1: It's a Friday night. Should be a good show. They have uh, Colby Acuff is going to be opening. He's very good as well. Just a, it's a very odd venue for country. Yeah. But it's a cool venue. I love the Paper Tiger.
0: Oh, Paper Tiger so good. When we saw... Um, Cold War Kids. Cold War Kids. Yeah. yeah. There you
1: go. I still, I, I was just looking yesterday if they were coming back to town, because they just released a new song. Mm-hmm. Very good, um, but they have no no shows right now on the schedule.
0: Not yet. <coughs> um, but yeah, Paul, I'll be so late to go see. So I'll need to oh, yeah. hit you up on that one. November seventeenth is that your birthday? Yeah. It is oh, there you go? That's so a phone for your birthday. Oh yeah. Um, but um, I guess that's it for me. You, any last words here before we wrap it up? Um,
1: oh, I have a song. Ooh, what's <laughs> yeah? So are you familiar with "Root Fuck Me"?
0: Sure, <laughs> <laughs> so you got it, man. There you go. Technical difficulties. Are
1: you familiar with Ruth B. at all? She sings the yeah, song Lost Boy. Uh, I won't sing it for you because I have a bad voice. Anyway, so there's this girl that just came out with a song called Omaha. Uh, her voice reminds me a lot of Ruth B.'s. Uh, Katie Lynn Sharbaugh. Uh, the song's called Omaha, parentheses, uh, The Only What If. Very good song, beautiful song. Uh, she plays the fiddle in it, which is really cool. Ooh, hell yeah. Um, but yeah, go check that out.
0: Okay, hell yeah, what a good one. Um, I guess if I had one song to recommend to you, uh, I don't want to be like a complete contrast to your, like a dubstep. Um, but I guess if I do have to pick a one song. That's, that's why
1: we work. <laughs>
0: I'll pick one off the Jungle album that I talked about that I really fucked with. I like the one with uh, Eric the Architect, uh, Candle Flame by Jungle. Uh, that song was really vibing. I like his voice. Yeah, well, then, all right, then. Well, I guess that'll do it for us here. Um, This has been uh, episode number uh, 70 of Rifts on Tap. Thank you so much. We apologize for there to be a little bit of a delay in episodes. Um, A little bit of schedule change. We mentioned a little bit in the podcast, just moving things around, changing things up. So expect to see cast be a little differently. Um, But bear with us as we are getting more episodes out and uh, working on other things. But, you know, life gets in the way. It happens. Um, but if you would like to check out more of our stuff, you can head on over to riftsontap.com where we've got links to everything, including our, uh, Spotify and Apple music playlist, um, previous episodes, social media, and places where you can find us at. Uh, but thank y'all very much. Uh, we hope to see y'all next week. Uh, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.